Friday feeling. Waking up full of excitement. A SodaCon is just hours away. We can count it in hours at this point. But we have some news, like the Queen's car collection that we just have to talk about this morning. Everywhere I go, the people really want the Queen's car collection. It's a good one. The Queen's car collection. I feel like that's a punk rock band from the 90s. Queen's car collection? Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. Somebody needs to jump on that quick. The Queen's cars. The Queen's cars. It's probably... I don't Queen's know. Queen's cars, yeah. <laughs> well, it is a beautiful Friday morning. Uh, welcome. We know we have a number of uh, new people joining the ecosystem. Uh, excited. We got we got some cool shout-outs and love we heard in an automotive news webinar yesterday from the guests. So cool. said, she said, she was like, yeah, I've just really been listening to this podcast a lot lately. It's, it's called The Automotive Troublemaker. It's, it's these guys, Paul and Kyle. Guys. I don't oh, know God. their last names. <laughs> She's like, but I've been really on that lately. <laughs> yes, it's so good. So it's amazing. So I don't know. I, I'm sure we won't see her at a SoduCon. I think she's an executive with Cox Automotive or something. But yeah, something. it's fun. It's fun to know that other people are joining this community on the regular that we don't know about. Like that's what yeah. community is. In the beginning, it starts and you know everybody in it, right? Because little small group, only a few people. Then it gets Absolutely. bigger and kind of like you know everyone who knows everyone and it gets bigger. And at some point, it gets to the point where people are like, they feel like, they're a part of the community, like they have some level of relationship. You know, we uh, have the honor, I would say, and privilege of being kind of the face of a Sodu for now and uh, being able to make the content so people start to feel like they know you and, and you know, because they, they kind of understand how you think and you feel. And, and so it's just really fun to watch the yes. community grow. It's fun to kind watch grow our and team. expand and our team get, I love our Getting team on recently. The content. They're like in on the content. Plus they're like, we had a couple conversations in our team meeting yesterday. It was like, Oh, I reached out to so-and-so that knew what we were doing and we connected and we were able to, you know, connect the dots on some content. And so it's really neat to kind of see that, that spider web of impact uh, start to really take place further than what you can actually reach and touch. Yeah, so, for sure. Cool. And if you want to meet some of our team, you're going to be at a SotoCon, which by the way, I don't know if you've heard, it's going to be starting on Sunday evening. If you want to go and you're in the area, you can still get tickets. If you're a dealer, go Absolutely. to a SotoCon.com. And here's the deal. If you're at a Soto, right, you just be involved in everything because it's going to be yes. amazing. That's why we provided all the meals and all the things we got. All as much organization and scheduling to keep you informed. When you get there, you're going to get this beautiful little booklet we made up. Um, but if you can't be there, if you can't join us this time, there'll be other times for you to join us. Absolutely. Um, but this time, if you can't, follow along on our social media channels. Uh, primarily, hop on LinkedIn. Follow Asotu on LinkedIn. Also on Instagram, Automotive State of the Union, and we have a link dedicated LinkedIn account for Asotu Instagram account. account. I'm Instagram. Sorry. What account did I say? LinkedIn for, account. I'm sorry. LinkedIn. Instagram account for a SotuCon. You can just search it. It's a SotuCon. A S O T U C O N. So yeah, follow along there because that's where all the stories, that's where all the, the fun things that are happening, the lives, a little behind, little BTS action uh, with our social media crew. So we got a whole run and gun crew that's that's ready to roll. <laughs> small army, small army, yeah. flying cool, in literally army. from all over the country to just yep. like descend havoc on content creation throughout that entire event. It'll be a masterclass. It's going to be it, great. It really I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be on Instagram like, oh, that was cool. That was great. I don't know if I'm going to have time to pick up my phone. Like you and I are going to like high five once throughout the day because there's so many stages going on. Probably like, Did you not, see this? Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see this? Uh, but it is Friday, which means we have our all things used car clubhouse room coming up oh, at nine o'clock this morning. Topic is building a healthy relationship 
with the vendor dealer partners. Ah, yeah. it's like a launch pad for a SoduCon. Kind of it's is crazy. kind of the premise, the collaborative mindset behind it. And we yes. are also doing all things used cars live at a SoduCon too. So <sighs> uh, special morning. episode That's of that. Fire. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. We got to talk about some news because we got to get the clubhouse because we got to start packing the cars because we, we got to start go. getting out. Oh, Brooke is already. She's packing tonight. I hope you get that coordination right. We know you have to pick. Brooke, if you don't know, has a wall Epic. of sneakers. A wall of sneakers. So that's probably going to take three hours in and of itself. Like, which ones do I bring? Right? That's just <laughs> the question. Soda Crew is yes. going to be rolling with some fresh kicks. Everyone's got their little kicks packed out. We've been sharing pictures yes. on our Slack channel. So either way, we're going to have a lot of fun just serving the community and uh, kind of approaching this with a hospitality Mindset. Speaking of hospitality, mindset. Stop. Oh. Time. I, when I think hospitality, I think the Queen of England, without a doubt. Right. The, the Queen of she like the the essence of poise and care and dignity with with joy. Like I don't think I've ever seen a picture of Queen Elizabeth. I don't think I ever saw one where it's like she's not smiling. Right. <laughs> like but every single one is she's just she has this essence of joy. She and and to be and, uh, you know, if if at some, for some reason at this point, you don't know what happened yesterday. The Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, passed away after over 70 years, 70 years <laughs> of being the Queen of England, like. That's that's mind boggling. That to start, that's just mind boggling to me. At age ninety six, still running, still still going. Um, you know, uh, it just one of it, like internationally known, recognized for her care uh, and compassion for that for that country and for others around the world. Without so. a doubt, without a doubt. And so we want to just take a moment and remember her. Uh, we also want to talk about her amazing taste in cars and car collection. We want to remember her in, in, in a way that only auto people. Only really can. auto so. can. So she was over <laughs> 70 years when her father died in 1952. Basically, she was in Kenya on a trip and got the call that was sudden, was on her way back. And she was like asking the people like the, the I don't know what they call them, like the assistants on the plane. Like, well, what happens now? And it's like she didn't realize like you're, you are actually immediately the queen of England. Like right now, yes. can you imagine right that? Now. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. She was in her early twenties, I believe. Early uh, her 20s, her yep. coronation was actually the first international live TV broadcast. So just think of the media. The <sighs> right now, everything's live and international. Change the game for media too. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So okay, let's get to the cars. Um, her per first preference was always British off-roaders, which is super cool to know, right? So yes. um, they say perhaps the first was the Austin K2Y, which she would have used during World War I to kind of move around and rally troops. Uh, she loved Land Rover Defenders. Makes sense. Her favorite was a 2002 Defender 110 TD5. Um, yeah, throw that photo up again. We've actually yeah, got yeah. a photo of that one. That upper right-hand corner is that O2. beautiful truck. It's just a gorgeous, cool truck. Look at that yeah. thing. And, and she has like a special relationship with Land Rover over the years. Um, they actually gifted 130 defenders to the British Red Cross for her 75th anniversary as queen. Wow. In honor so to like cool. commemorate. She was at like their new factory when it opened. Uh, her fleet also included several Bentleys, um, Arnage Bay State limousines, including her Golden Jubilee Steed from 2002. Ah. That's just like... So elegant. Class. Elegant to class. <laughs> of course, of course, Rolls Royce 
had a, a spot in her heart in the lineup as well. Her um, Rolls Royce, her lim- limousines were really phantom based off the Rolls Royce Phantom. Uh, right. She had Rovers, Vohals, Aston Martins. Um, you know, but here's my, here's a fun fact. By law. This is great. <laughs> the queen is the only person in England allowed to drive without a license. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> However, she rarely drove, but she th- did not have a license, which blows, which is just, it's quintessentially England diplomat, right? It's like, there's no rhyme or reason why you're here other than you're in the family that you don't really have any legal bearing, but because you're here, you also don't need to have a license to drive. I kind of have this thought <laughs> of like, I, I wonder if she was like, she ever really did drive much. You know, I just kind of imagine yeah. like, you know, a fleet of like Royal escort vehicles around, you know what I mean? Just like kind of yes, somebody yeah. else in the car, like making sure like, I oh. found, actually I found a couple pictures of her in the driver's it. seat. Get to yeah. it. So, you know, I, that, you know, I think that she definitely she did. Was a I, tough I, gal. I think she definitely did. A tough and tender gal. Um, she'll be remembered um, very dearly across the globe, and I don't know when the services are held, uh, going to be held. I'm sure uh, it's going to be. Yeah, so Friday broadcast. afternoon, this afternoon, there'll oh. be an address from Charles, and then tomorrow uh, there'll be services, and then uh, the coronation of Charles uh, later in the afternoon. So they're getting look, they get right after that thing. Yeah, telling you what, King of England. So Prince Charles, yep. uh, her oldest son, who is 73 now, is uh, now the King of England. <laughs> Are we supposed go. to say long live the king here? I think that's the way it goes. I, well, I'm not maybe if you're it. from Canada or I'm, England. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have to get Cirillo <laughs> on the show and he can let us know what the what the what the proper etiquette is for addressing things like these. I don't have a segue for this next one. So why don't you just tell us what's going on, Kyle? Well, hey, look, for the first uh for uh, the sharpest decline of the year, it looks like wholesale used car prices have dropped four percent in august um and so obviously cox automotive data looking at a bunch of different data points i'm excited because we'll have charlie chesborough at sodocon i'm guessing that this will be a part of his presentation because recognizing what used car prices are doing at a whole in the wholesale market really relates to the retail market and the accessibility of vehicles interestingly enough used vehicle prices are still 8.4 percent higher than they were in august of last year um and black book uh pricing has actually consistently depreciated for six weeks now so we're seeing a downturn in the used car market be aware of that when you're at the auctions purchasing with uh, with customers and uh and then pricing from a retail perspective because uh you you probably it, there's always and if you're a u- great used car operator you know that there's always a gap between wholesale downturn and retail downturn so you still got an opportunity to to find margin in in used cars but watch as retail starts to uh starts to follow wholesale over the next six weeks you know I, i'm reminding as i see this right like people say oh is it gonna start to drop more steeply is there gonna be a cliff I'm just remembering all the conversations we've had over the over the last six months. Last two people. years. Well, well two even years, two years. <laughs> but like with people like Dale Pollock, um, who just understand macro trends, understand how things are effective, are affected, and how they affect one another. And I remember just everybody saying like, "Hey, prices are eventually going to drop, but it's not going to be a cliff, right? Like no. we're going to have yeah. time to adjust in line." But like Kyle just said, right? There's time. But not all the time in the world, right? So now's the time to get your pricing right and get your merchandising right. Speaking of merchandising, so Lowe's, the home improvement company, recently fired its chief marketing officer, a brand and marketing officer, as it moves marketing underneath 
merchandising. So, so I, no, I think he resigned. He they they he, they didn't. I, I don't think, think they she. fired or she. I, um, I don't believe. I could be wrong. Nah. I just don't want to. She moved on. It? She I moved mean, on. Yes. Well, okay. Hold on. What is the artist? Has left the uh, yes as a part of corporate resi- uh, reorganization. So that's, that's, I don't know what that exactly means. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like fired, but you know we'll you see. You shouldn't be too harsh. They, corporate they, reorganization. They had other priorities in life. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Lowe's decided yes. it wanted to do something else with its life, and they they yes. parted ways. Um, thanks for that clarification. We'll see what actually happened. I don't think it's controversial at all. Um, so now marketing is under the merchandising head, Bill Bolts, who is. Uh, EVP of merchandising. So following two quarters of decline from year-over-year comps, uh, CMO Marissa Talberg, Chief Brand and Marketing Officer at Lowe's, left the home improvement retailer as part of a corporate reorganization. Under Ms. Thalberg, Lowe's had moved into several high-profile campaigns. So she came in and she said, let's build this brand. Right? right, so now you're seeing Lowe's campaigns during the NFL draft. Um, you know, big Halloween pushes, Valentine's yep. Day. She's the one responsible for getting Petco inside Lowe's. So she kind of like broadened the offering, right? People that come yep. in, I see pets all the time in Lowe's, right? It makes, oh yeah. Without a doubt. Now, I wonder if well, that's and why. All actually. these concrete floors make it really easy for them. <laughs> right. To it's a dog pees. Around. Like, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, so the big, it's, it's actually a pretty controversial move and we'll have some commentary because it really does relate to auto, which is why we talk about some of this. I went through the comments and just kind of pulled out a few that I thought were relevant. Um, Jeff White, our principal at SSR Retail, said moving marketing under merchandising is dangerous. Is a dangerous step by Lowe's. The most likely outcome will be a promotion-driven business and a slow decline in brand value. One more comment, then we'll get to our commentary. Dave Bruno, director of Retail Market Insights, said, I've long wished for a better alignment between marketing and merchandising, and I admire Lowe's willingness to take this bold, risky step. However, I always envisioned it the other way, merchandising under marketing. What do we think about that, Kyle? I agree with thoughts. my man Dave because here's here's what happens is is the I, I agree that let, let's start with this the agreement is that merchandising and marketing should be extremely tight cannot be separated yes they cannot be separated and actually we're seeing in automotive a lot of marketing directors director of digital actually they are the ones that are in charge of merchandising actually uh, we we had a podcast with. Uh, Nathan Hollenbeck of DGDG, he includes all of the photographers on his team. The and marketing his team, team is on his marketing vehicles, team. right? Yep. And his marketing team is also responsible uh, responsible for reporting on traffic in order to in order to align pricing with used car managers. So when you think about that, that's really a marketing caring for merchandising. What happens is if you go merchandising in charge of marketing, all of the sudden you become very transactional and you are driven toward like a very specific offer or product instead of the overall brand. So think about this actually. Uh, and, and this is, uh, I think, uh, I think this was mentioned by Richard there. I think you read this, but, but when grocery stores really started to drive all of their marketing based on merchandising, you saw all of the like the placement of products in the store driving the the marketing which was essentially print offers and papers and online and emails and it was completely like all grocery stores were driven by what's in stock and what needs to sell and companies like Publix moved away from that and started brand marketing and really saw an increase out of that and so 
I, I'm I'm really intrigued as to whether honestly if Lowe's can keep up with Home Depot at this point because I'm if I'm Home Depot I'm licking my chops for market share. Let's right now. buy that Super Bowl commercial now. Actually, I saw an article saying they're already getting close to sold out on Super Bowl commercial inventory. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> I know, but it makes sense, right? So the brand marketing side, the brand marketing side has, you know, your competitor has an opportunity because maybe here's here's what happens, right? You go product focused and, you know, one of the other comments mentioned like this is how grocery stores typically would operate in like decades past, right? It's all yep. about the weekly circular, right? Yep. What products you're trying to move quickly and that is the lifeblood of your entire revenue stream is how quickly yep. and effectively you can merchandise and get specials out and turn inventory on like a week-by-week week or month-by-month month basis. Sound familiar, automotive? And yes. so, but what happens over time is that there's no real substance to the brand. It's just, you're just dependent on- So the minute the that- Merchandising. I don't know if this sounds familiar, but so the minute that inventory changes <laughs> or pricing changes, things get much more difficult. You go in that tool chest- like, what can we do Here to us? improve set? There's nothing in there, right? <laughs> we shot our one gun already. So um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think likely Lowe's will experience a bump, right? And they'll see year over year uh, stability or growth maybe even. But, you know, just we say long term, but I mean, long term being like 24 months, <laughs> right? Right. 24 yep. months. So, I mean, I mean. I'm sure there are a couple smart people at Lowe's and it's easy for us to sit here and say that, but the principles, we just watched it play out in automotive that the companies who had been investing in brand plays when the pandemic hit disproportionately gained market share throughout the pandemic. Now it's Absolutely. it's a little bit tough right now because profit, like you, if you have cars for sale, you're really profitable. So you think you're doing everything and you're great selling them, right? and it's yeah. fine, right? Everybody's making money. Everyone's doing executing well right now, but as the inventory regulates, we're really going to see the outflow of the, the marketing, the brand the marketing decision that had been made yes. 36 months ahead for people Absolutely. that were already playing the game right. And now, you know, I could say on the congruent side, so I have an agency congruent and where clients are coming and saying like, you know what, we haven't been spending a lot, but it's we, we realize it's time we need to kind it's of time. like start that it again. Is. You know, it, the best time to plant, a, you know, when's the best time to plant uh, a full-size tree, right? <laughs> 20 years ago, right? What's 20 the next best ago. time? Today. <laughs> And so uh, you too can plant a big tree today and uh, hopefully your business will sit under the shade of your savvy brand marketing campaigns for years to come, but we'll see what happens with Lowe's. It's yeah, absolutely. We have a well, hey, call to Paul, make. Speaking of oh, savvy brand marketers. Segway. Time. We thought today would be a prime time and I'm hoping Paul is dialing it up a prime time to make a very key phone call uh, from something that we found out about a couple of days ago that, that got announced this morning on LinkedIn. Uh, so let, let's see if we can get uh, a good friend of a Sodu and of the pod on the line here. Let's remember let's phone see. call Fridays. Phone call Friday. It's coming. It's good. It's phone call Friday, baby. Ah, yeah, he knew Friday. it. <laughs> Phone Let's go. Friday. There has been zero communication with us and our good friend Bob Lanham. We didn't even say your name, but but Mr. Bob Lanham has an announcement to make. Well, he made it on LinkedIn, but you know everyone listens to this podcast before they check LinkedIn. Bob, what's going on in your world? First of all, I can't wait to talk to everybody about it uh, starting this Sunday at a SodaCon. Yep. So more details on it there. How about that? But uh, yeah, man, I'm. Uh, I'm fired up, extremely excited. I've I've made the move from Meta to Car Now, 
working with the great uh, Tim Cox and, and Andy Park over there. So, guys, I, 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 I couldn't be any more fired up. That's awesome. I, you know what? I'm most fired up because uh, this is the easiest nickname change I've ever had to give someone in my whole life. You've gone from Meta Bob to Bob now. It's just that easy. <laughs> hey, can we can we copyright that? Hey, Paul, Paul, and we already that. own the get, website. Get yeah, get we already own BobNow.com. You Bob. can go there and find your face all over it. <laughs> oh man, hey, we listen, do guys, just like a head that just goes back and forth. I'm Bob. Hey, now. listen, guys, guys. In all seriousness, man, I I have truly appreciated both of you the past few years when we first connected and the thousands of text messages and the podcasts and everything in between, man, it's, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, the best part is we get to continue this. So I'm um, really looking forward to, to doing that. So are we, Absolutely. we just, we would just, uh, someone's aren't already dropping comments in the LinkedIn comment feed, Bob. Now it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's, it's over. over. But Bob, we, we feel the same way. We're super excited that you kind of, uh, get to, to embark on this next chapter of your innovation and impact on retail automotive. Um, we're just getting started, man. Look forward to seeing you in just a couple days. Uh, you guys have no idea. Like, I can't wait. I've talked to so many people already about, all right, where are we meeting? We're going to meet at the Subaru dealership. Are we going to meet at the hotel afterwards? <laughs> yes. What time in the morning are we going to meet at, <laughs> at, at, at uh, Xfinity Live? And it's like, I just can't wait to get there. Like, let's just get oh, there. Man. When are you getting it's in? When good. are you getting in town? I get in Sunday evening, I think at like six something. So I was going to jet right over Perfect. to the Subaru dealership with bag and all and perfect then figure it out awesome. from there. We'll, we'll be ready for you. It's a really short drive from the airport to the Subaru store. So oh, perfect. easy, easy. And, and, and this, this is in New York city, right? Yeah. Right. You know where it's at. <laughs> you know where it's at. Hey, listen guys, I have flown, you know, my, my time at meta, man, I, I've been at pretty much every airport and I have flown to the wrong airport before. And landed like, cow. What does I that just moment booked, feel like? I just booked the wrong. But you just call like, hey guys, I I'm not gonna make it, man. There's there's no flights to where I need to go. I triple ah, checked them like Philly, 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 Philly. Perfect. I'm good. <laughs> there's only one. Well, good. We'll see you in Philly in like 48 hours from now. Congratulations, and uh, we'll celebrate in person uh, just a short while. Appreciate y'all, and see you on all things used car. Baby. Let's go. Talk Here to we you soon. Go. Well, I think that's all the time we have from now. That's a great yeah. end of the story. We're jumping into Clubhouse right now, but uh, we got the, the newly coined Bob Now on your side in retail automotive. There's so many good things to come this week. Make sure you follow us and stay tuned for a SotoCon. <laughs>